Am I the meanest? Sure no. Am I the prettiest? Sure no. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure no. Well, who am I? Sure no. Who am I? Sure no. I can't hear you. Sure no. The Shogun of Harlem. everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 88. With me today is Jessalyn, as always. Hello. And our special guest, Tyrell Cannon. Hi-ho. And we got a uh, kind of interesting show. We really didn't watch all that much this week, so I have another uh, segment that we did before. But before that, um, I just want to talk about a movie I've seen probably about at least 25 times. <laughs> it is called Bloodsport. <laughs> and uh, Tyrell, I'm sure you've seen this movie before. Oh yeah! Man. Um, how, how many sport. times do you think you? <laughs> man, when I was in like junior high and it was on, <laughs> and it was on encore every day, I was probably like 20, 30 times. I mean, Bloodsport. Well, and then I I used to confuse it with Kickboxer all the time. Yes, I, I think Bloodsport's the better movie. Yes, and and the biggest reason why is that there's a lot of different characters, and it's kind of like watching uh, if they put. Street Fighter in a movie, kind of. A good movie, where there's actual fighting. Because in the movie Street Fighter, there's no fighting. Well, and you can see why they would have put Van Damme in the Street Fighter movie. Because you're like, he already made it. It's Bloodsport. It's Bloodsport. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then they messed it up. (laughs) They messed it up big time. But yeah, uh, back in the day, I was a huge, huge fan of Van Damme. He just kept, every, like, four months, he'd have another movie come out. He'd have... (laughs) Uh, what was that Double Impact was one of them. Yep. yep. Uh, I've seen that one too. <laughs> I dated a... men in high school. <laughs> <laughs> they made me watch crappy movies. They made you watch Van Damme movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bloodsport. Anyway, uh, that is a it's a really fun movie to watch. Force Whitaker's in it. Yeah. Back in his uh, early career, probably right after uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and it just got to got me thinking again, like. Who, if we were to see some of these movies remade, who would we want as the directors for these films? So I asked Jessalyn and Tyrell to come up with some more directors and more movies uh, uh, that they would like to see. And for me in Bloodsport, though, I would like to see uh, a different director do it. And I would like to get the guy who did um, uh, The Raid do a Bloodsport movie. And I think it would be very Gareth intense. Evans? Evans? Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen his latest movie. I really want to see it. I heard it's pretty cool, and it's nothing like The Raid at all. Which one? It's, oh, shit. It's on Netflix. Not, you're talking about The Apostle? The Apostle, yes. Yeah. It's it, good. It is good? Okay, good. It's I not like The Raid it. at all, yes. but it's very good. <laughs> but then that's cool. I want to see you know this director do different movies. Yeah. Uh, I do want to see his other film before the raid called Marintau, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Have you seen that I one? I own that. I could have brought it for you. Oh, it's on, actually, it's on Shutter right now. Oh, yeah. So watch I can it. just watch it. Yeah, it's I want good. to see that one, too. So, uh, yeah, that's my first pick for um, a director and a remake of a movie. I think you do a really cool job. It's interesting to see 
his films and um, and it kind of seems like more like Thai films do this in their in in the shots of the fighting is that you'll see your your main character fighting another bad guy, but in the background you also see a lot of movement going on mm-hmm. too. You're not the guys just aren't standing around with their fists up waiting to go in. There's a lot of like hand movement. They're like moving their arms around right. and just kind of filling your whole screen up with action. Yes. And it kind of all just kind of mixes in. And it just makes it look rough. I, I, mess, I mentioned on the podcast before about uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the third <laughs> movie, and just how oh. like horrible the fighting is Worse. in that movie. It's pretty <laughs> bad. Because there's the one scene where Batman and Catwoman are on like the roof fighting people <laughs> and then some guy gets kicked and like a few seconds later he goes flying. It's it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> oh. So I think that um, he would do a great job in this Bloodsport movie. Man, that's that's a good one. I, I, that's, I have to say though, if I was going to see Bloodsport remade, I would want Scott Adkins to be the, the main character. So Scott Adkins is like the modern day Van Damme. He's like all straight to video action movies. <laughs> his stuff is awesome. He just okay. did this movie called Accident Man. So <laughs> he did those Undisputed movies. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Boyka. yeah. Okay, I know that. So, yes, he's so good. Okay, um, he would make an amazing Bloodsport. Yeah, actually, actually, the Undisputed movies are basically Bloodsport. So <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta check those out. Yeah. yeah, that dude looks rough, man. I wouldn't mess with that guy. He he's looks jacked. He's jacked. Scary looking, you know. <laughs> oh. Um, so is it should I go now yeah go for it um, so in a similar vein I grew up watching Commando like every week so <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando saving his daughter you know the, the most like starts off the movie he's carrying logs around <laughs> why don't they just call him Ghoul George right, you know? <laughs> right, right. also though he's petting deer with his daughter <laughs> ice cream uh, man it's just like this movie that is just uh you know, I mean, when I hear that soundtrack, the you know the timpani is going on. Yeah, man, I love it. Um, but I was thinking, like, if you're going to remake that movie with like this, like, you know, the ultimately kind of like alpha male kind of like trying to save his daughter, you know, murdering 130 people in the movie, <laughs> I was like, they should have uh, Catherine Bigelow direct it. Mm. Uh, you know, she did the Hurt Locker, right. uh, Strange Days, and you know, I mean, yeah, she's a great director. Zero Dark Thirty, yeah, and she brings like this intensity to everything, but also like having like her perspective, I think, would make it almost yes. a completely, you know, different feeling to the film. Yeah, because you know? it's like she doesn't she she shoots violence really well, but she doesn't glorify it in the way that maybe it was in, in Commando. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would still get that intensity, but the movie would almost take on like a, a different kind of feeling you know as he's fighting towards his daughter i don't know who would play the title character i mean you know maybe the rock or somebody but you know yeah well yeah you can throw him in any and he's always like his whole thing now is like saving daughters like that's that's true one lighter so yeah catherine bigelow commando that's my okay who would be the bad guy oh man I mean, I, I want it to be someone like Gary Oldman, but he's like too old now. Yeah. Not, not as physically imposing. Yeah. Um, maybe like Carl Urban or somebody. Ooh, yeah. 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 Maybe Batista. Oh, Batista? Yeah, I'd be into that. <laughs> Who would no. be the Dan Hedaya part? <laughs> Who isn't hairy enough back to play that part? <laughs> oh, just get him again, right? Yeah. <laughs> same character, same. Yeah. Uh, you. So I did these really fast today, (laughs) and I did something a little bit different because I felt like when you gave me the topic, it felt way too broad, and my brain panicked, and (laughs) I needed to narrow it down. So what I actually did was I took movies that I saw in 2018, (laughs) and not remakes, 
do-overs. Uh-huh. I want them to okay. go back yep, yep. and do them over. Uh-huh. So the first movie that I thought of was Aquaman. Oh, man. I want Aquaman to be a total do-over, and I want Joss Whedon to write and direct it. Mm-hmm. Then I think we would get a good Aquaman Still movie. Still with Momoa? Still with Momoa. Okay. It okay. wasn't as good in it. Yeah. wasn't like Momoa's Momoa. fault, yeah. yeah, that it wasn't very good. He did his damnedest. I find him very charming. I'm a straight woman. I'm not dead. <laughs> but, yeah. So that, that's how I did this. So Aquaman, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Go back, Joss, and fix this. You know, I'm not a huge Whedon fan, but I feel like that would, that's actually a perfect match. Yeah. The yeah. way he writes and directs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Aquaman is kind of silly, and I feel like Joss Whedon would lean into that and yeah. make it a really fun movie yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to have seen this is a big rumor or this was actually gonna happen back in like the early like 2000s there was um, the original director attached to the Transformers movie was John Woo oh man so I would have liked to have seen that movie and I think it would have been completely different than the Transformers property and um yeah, I just kind of would like to see how he would have done that film and the action set pieces he would have given us. As it would have been more doves flying. Like, yeah. Lots of doves. They would have, what's the, what, laser beaks would be flying everywhere. <laughs> Man, that would have been crazy. I didn't yeah. even know he was attached yeah, to Yeah, he was. I remember, it must have been like 2004, 2005 when I first heard about it and I was, I was all pumped. I was like, yes, all right, Transformers first of all. And then John Woo, I was a huge fan of his, so yeah, let's let's see it let's see this happen. I'm I'm all about it. I remember the, the collective kind of groan or the air coming out of the room when, when me and my friends heard that it was Michael Bay directing the Transformers and we were like, Oh no. <laughs> fucked it up already. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. That'd be cool. Um, would it have Chow Yun Fat in it, you think? Yeah. Uh I, they'd have to fit him in there. I was hopefully hoping more of Tony Loon would be yep, a, a, yep. more of a character Ooh, yeah. in, that would be in there. But um, I would hope so. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I would love for him to come back to America and do some, some I mean, more movies. Because he was here for a short amount of time. Then he went back to China because the movies here weren't all that great. You had, like, Broken Arrow, which wasn't all that good. No. I liked Face Off. Hard Target. Um, Hard Target. Um, <laughs> Hard Target's funny to watch because just the accent it's Van Damme hilarious. tries to do. And then you have... Lance Henriksen with a grenade in his pants. So there's a lot of good parts in that movie. Uh, Silly parts. Silly good parts. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, just, um, what else did he do, really? He did did, uh, Wind Talkers. Wind Talkers, which... I never saw that one. You can't take it as an accurate movie. Yeah, it's just like, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a like John a Woo myth. movie. It's like a myth of a oh, war okay. movie. You know? it's, it's, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the gunfights that you'd seen in John Woo movies that were like fictional. You'd see them in this movie. Yeah, and you have yeah. guys jumping around and kicking guys. And yeah, it yeah. just didn't... And Nicolas Cage, too. It just overacts <laughs> no fucking movie. Uh, so then he went back to China and did like Red Cliff and all these mm-hmm, other films. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would like him to come back. And now I think is a great time because violence and everything is... is front and center in, in our in our world now in America especially because you look at like TV shows like The Walking Dead on, on AMC and they're showing pretty much everything your yeah. brains and blood and TV and Hannibal and yeah. Hannah, Hannibal was well, crazy like mm-hmm. they've since they did Transformers they've rebooted Spider-Man like three times yes. so like they yeah. could reboot Transformers they with could. John Woo they Wu. should mm-hmm. there you go. they should oh, man, absolutely that's great, that's great. 
Uh, so my other, my second pick was, um, we were just talking about John Carpenter. And so one of John Carpenter's movies that's not very well received and it's, it's not, it's, it's one that is not good, but it, out of his, <laughs> not, out of his like two or three not good movies, it's the one that I like the most. And that's Ghosts of Mars. Ah, yeah. So Ghost of Mars is not a great movie. I love that movie. See, he could <laughs> argue that it is a great movie. It's not a great no, movie. No, I'm not going to argue a great movie. It's, it's not, not a great movie, but it's got so many cool concepts in it. You know, yeah. like, I want to see zombie monsters on Mars fighting like military dudes right. on a train. Like a train, there could be a, there could have been like a cool train fight. And I was thinking, who could like bring some wacky energy to it? And I was thinking, um, Adam Wingard. Uh, so he nice did your one. next and I love Adam uh, some of the VHS stuff. I'm a fanboy of Adam mm-hmm. Wingard, just me. The, the guests. Like can you imagine yes. if they did Ghost of Mars with, you know, that actor and like with Adam Dan Wingard? Dan Stevens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be super into that. So I was like, yeah, yeah. You just want to see Dan Mars Stevens, another... it's all. Dan, he's a good looking man. I got a bad crush on him too. <laughs> the guest got me, all right. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I mean it's blasphemy to remake a, a carpenter, but if you're gonna, it's gotta be Ghost of Mars or Vampires. So you heard about that. That remake that they wanted to do, uh, big big trouble in little China with the rock, with the right? rock, and yeah. even as a rock fan, I was like, no, 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 no. Man, don't. That's sacrilegious, <laughs> man. Showdown in little Tokyo, maybe, but yeah, not. Oh not fuck that. yeah, I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my second one was the Meg, and this is definitely like a <laughs> fantasy football <laughs> because she would never do this. Oh. Catherine Bigelow, I chose. Oh, yeah. I would like to go back, do it all over again with Catherine Bigelow, oh, and then I think it would have a completely different tone, yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. like yeah. you just said. But I think if the Meg isn't going to be fun, and it wasn't fun at all, <laughs> then you might as well make it nice and dark and violent like Catherine Bigelow would. So that I was my second choice. in the perfect setting. I watched it on oh, you airplane. Seen it. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the perfect place to And the to whole watch time it. I was thinking, like, fucking Statham just was like, I'm going to show up in my sweatpants every day. God. I'm going to fight the shark in my sweatpants every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no effort put in on yeah. anyone's Why part. Why are you here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to see Jason Statham in a submarine. I want to see him with his shirt off beating the shit out of 30 people. Yeah. Greased up, possibly, right, too. Right, yeah. right, right. And Catherine Bigelow would figure out how to film that. Yeah. 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 You'd probably replace Jason Statham right away from that Maybe. one. Maybe. I, I don't necessarily want to replace him, but I do want her to have, like, a come to Jesus. Like, you've got to wake up when you come to set and really bring it. Right. Yeah. That's a good pick. Um, no, I, I found that film pretty interesting because a lot of the money that went into it was from China. It was mm-hmm. a big co-production. And... I, I, you know, I got to think that maybe a lot of, like, the dialogue and stuff in there, too, which, um, like I said earlier, when we watched um, Brother, like, the dialogue wasn't all that great. I think they kind of just simplified a lot of things oh, in the I dialogue for the yeah. film. So when sure. it goes to China, it's a yeah. lot easier to kind of, like, you know, translate, translate it, it yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, crap, I forgot my next movie. Tyrell, you go again. <laughs> okay, my uh, third choice is... Uh, so, another movie that, like, I love, but I also accept that it's not, like, maybe as, as cool as it could be is Johnny Mnemonic. I think Johnny mm-hmm. Mnemonic is such a blast and it's full of wackiness, but, like, I was like, well, what could make it even wackier? And I was thinking they should get Takashi Miike to direct uh, it. So, you know, Ichi the Killer, you know, audition. Get Miike to just go bananas Miike style <laughs> with that movie. I mean, even... I would be happy with the same cast, you know, Keanu Reeves and, and Dolph Lundgren and, and Ice-T <laughs> and, like, just put them all in there. But, man, that movie could be so... Because it's, like, it's... The, the only thing that saves it as it is now is that it's so weird. You know, you got, like, a street preacher, you got a dolphin that can 
hack computers. <laughs> but it's all presented in such a crappy looking yeah. know, way, and there's no, there's just not that twist of weirdness that should be there. So yeah, Mike doing uh, Johnny Mnemonic, I think, would be a blast. I don't think you can let him go full crazy though, because if you've seen. <laughs> Dead or Alive 3, Dead or Alive 3. <laughs> then yeah, there needs to be a, a, some sort of a leash or have on you seen, a little Have bit. you seen Ezo? I mean, Ezo is just like no, I haven't. barely comprehensible. It's amazing, <laughs> but it's barely comprehensible. Yeah, he's he, he does go off, when he's off the leash completely, but you, you still have to use the same source material. You know, you'd have yes. to look mm. at the book and kind of, you know, so... Did you remember yours? Not yet, no. Okay. He's good. <laughs> he will, you have a good list there. I'm, I'm looking there. You have oh. about, like... I haven't. I can't. Okay, I can't good. read them from that far. I'm sorry. I can just I actually see. almost flipped a couple there's, of directors and then decided, no, I'm going to stick with my original list. There's yeah. a lot of words. <laughs> I can't see them from here. Okay, you got new glasses, so I wasn't. Sure. <laughs> um, so the second one from 2018, The Predator. Uh, uh, yes. Also, just severely disappointing. Like Ugh. I expected to at least have fun, and I didn't even have a very good so time. Bad. So I decided, why don't we make it violent and weird? With Guillermo del Toro. Yes. <laughs> Great at monster movies. So Man. let's go back to the drawing board and have Guillermo del, Tor- del Toro take a crack at it. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I think well, that would be a much better movie. I can see they were trying to go for more of like a fun Predator movie. Yeah. But it was just stupid. It's not fun. But yeah. Guillermo can do fun horror, yes. sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, man. That would be Hellboy. Cool. Yeah. Hellboy. Man, Blade, Blade 2. Blade 2. Yeah. Yes. Get the cast of Blade 2, yes. put him in the Predator, directed by... Yes, directed by Guillermo del Toro. I love it. That, that, that's a great lineup right there. I would really love to see that, because I love Blade 2. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, that was probably my favorite movie that summer that I watched. It's the best Blade movie, Oh, I well, think. absolutely. I mean, yeah, 3 is pretty... 3 is, no, yeah. three is terrible. Which, it's awful. 1 is yeah. good, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1 was cool. I saw that in the theater, too, and that was kind of really the first Marvel movie to... Huh. <laughs> it was one of the first ones that was like successful. In right. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, before that, we had the you know, Captain America. Fantastic no, Marvel. yeah, those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are all the canon <laughs> Golden Globus guys right there doing those films. <sighs> but yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool pick. Um, my my next one. God, I keep forgetting what it, what it was. <sighs> Damn it! I didn't write it down either. I was like, I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna know all these. I'm gonna knock it out of the park, which I forgot again. So. Tyrell, do you have one more with it for Dude, us? Dude, I had I, I last time three, you asked yeah. me, I had a. Whole... All right, let's just start going then, because you know we. Well, we have so lots of time I, here. I mean, <laughs> I uh, man, I'll pick one that because one of them has people you guys have already mentioned, so I'm not going to go with that one. So there's this movie called Cage. Have you guys seen this movie called Cage? No. Starring mm-hmm. Red Brown, who played Captain America, and <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, oh. and it's about these two guys that were in Vietnam, and one of them gets like a brain injury, and then the other guy takes care of them. And they get pulled into this underground fighting league, basically. Uh, and right. it's a really, it's a great movie. I think it's really great. I, I love it. It's got a bunch of people. It's got like, uh, what's his name? Uh, like it's it's like anybody you've seen in like a B movie is in this movie. You know? <laughs> Zadar in it. Zadar unfortunately is not in it. Um, but in, in keeping with that, I would say Scott Adkins should remake Cage. Um, uh, Scott Adkins is like my hero right now. Uh, he's like just crushing everything he does, and he always ha- features other fighters in there. Like he has like Michael J. White. He just did a movie with oh, Nico nice. Uise from The Raid. Oh, sweet. You know, so he's he's always featuring those guys. So get all of those guys together and remake this underground cage fighting movie. Because keep the simple simple concept, people fighting each other in a cage, and you know this one. The heart of it is these two guys care about each other, and one guy doesn't understand what's going on, and yada yada yada. Yeah, you need good fighting in there, and you need 
you, right. you definitely need the fighting the fighting parts filmed well here's here's uh like the Rocky movies and I, I kind of always bring this up like the fighting in those movies are horrible it's just Rocky and Apollo throwing haymakers mm. but with um with uh what's his face did with Creed yeah amazing yeah. fighting in that Ryan movie they, yeah they yeah, put us Coogler. right in the middle with mm -hmm. them and, and they were punching, there's blocking, there's techniques going on in this film. And I was yeah, just like, yes, yeah. all right, this is the kind of boxing movie that there should be. Um, I totally agree. I'll expand on that when we talk. <laughs> <laughs> in the Creed movies, there's actual contact. Like, he shot a couple of scenes where right. Michael B. Jordan really does take a punch to mm. the face. So, yeah, agreed. <laughs> His beautiful uh, face. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jessalyn, your next one? <laughs> My next one, um, again, from 2018, that wasn't very good, Bumblebee. Now, I didn't hate it. You hated it. I hated it, yeah. Um, I see it. So, Bumblebee, no. it's a kid's movie. <laughs> Fine. We should have walked in expecting it to be a kid's movie. Um, but maybe what it should have been is a kid's movie that, I mean, it's a kid's movie that adults our age are going to take their kids to. And so you want to mm. give them something. Mm -hmm. So I thought, who does that in kids' movies? And I thought, Brad Bird. Yes. So like Incredibles, Incredibles 2, he does Pixar movies where you really get something out of it as an adult, but your kids love it too. So go back, do Bumblebee again, let Brad Bird direct it. they got to give us money so we can produce movies. These are great yeah. ideas. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Somebody call yes. Brad. <laughs> Throw Edna Mode in there too. We can we can fit her in somehow. <laughs> she, he voices Edna Mode. Forget yeah, I, 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 I uh, Okay, I remember mine. All right. Um... Remake of the '80s version of Excalibur oh. by the guy. Ah, fuck, I'm having trouble uh, with his name. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve from who did Arrival. Yeah. Oh. Um, and Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner, right? I yeah. think that would be a cool movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's I think, a good one. I think he's doing Dune now. Yes, he is. is he is. Yeah. yeah, I think. Well, hopefully so, he can make it fucking good. So, so. why the '80s version? Uh, that's because that's the version I like the most. Because if he was going to do like King Arthur or anything, I think um, Antoine Fuqua did King Arthur really well. So I, I would just like that. to see the uh, Excalibur done by oh, him. Cool. I think just like how beautiful everything is shot. Yeah, he's very I think interesting. It's, just, yeah, oh, it's gonna yeah. look. It would, I think it would look great. We could use a good new medieval movie too, honestly. So. Yeah, well, you know what? They're, sorcery they're, type thing. Okay, well, not this one then. There is a pretty cool medieval movie that we saw. It's an apocalypse. You should check out. It looks oh, beautiful. Yes. What is it? Uh, the, mute. the mute. Okay, it was, it was beautiful yeah. looking. It's, it's really it was good. Awesome. <laughs> it mm -hmm. was. It was a awesome, beautiful masterpiece of a of film. I liked it a lot. Um, there's quite a few movies that we like from there too that um, that I'd recommend, but haven't even come out yet. Um, like The Lodge hasn't come out yet. No, I want to see that again. And I've been looking for Kindred Spirits. Kindred Spirits, too. you like, like that? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember you guys meant, I did listen to your uh, wrap up podcast. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tons of stuff. Like, there were more stinkers this year than there were last year. There but, were. Especially but one of the last really movies we saw. And the mm -hmm. one that won like best movie there. Uh, by Joel Schumacher, so his yeah. it means nothing to me. Don't get me started. Yeah, don't get me started on that movie. <laughs> or Joel Schumacher. <laughs> it's a horror movie with all the horror and interesting parts yeah. cut out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Any other ones? I'm out. I'm going to keep one in my pocket. So. Uh, okay. Right, well, I've right. got 
I've got two. One of them's mostly a joke. But then I actually did think of a director <laughs> that I would pick if I if it had to be remade. Um, Tomb Raider. I'd have Patty Jenkins do it. Oh. Wonder Woman is a spectacular movie, and Tomb Raider is a meh. You get a monkey to direct it better than me. Yeah, <laughs> so rate it R. It yes. should have been rated R yes. all along. Yes. And get Patty Jenkins to direct it. Who would you have the star? I Elisa think that Vikander? I still Elisa Wickender, yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was her fault. Man, I didn't think about recasting her because I liked her. Mm-hmm. Well, who was, I like that girl that played Valkyrie in the Thor movie. Ooh, Tessa Thompson. She would be real good. She'd be a good Tomb Raider. Yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah. She'd be a really angsty Tomb Raider, <laughs> but that's okay. I like that. Yeah, I'm all right with it. And then the last one I wrote, Mandy, erase it from our time. Oh. But while I'm sitting here thinking about it, Mandy, Wes Craven, if we still had Wes Craven, I would Maybe, let him yeah. take a crack at it. You know, I was actually thinking that too about Mandy, and I was like... I think maybe John Woo might be able to do this movie too. <laughs> I have much a, less I, weird, much more revenge. I have a, a c- confession though, like that movie has grown on me a lot. Really? Oh. I was on the podcast, so I rewatched it like two oh. or three times. And I'm like, Did you need to take good. a nap or something? Or? Well, you take something and then you watch it. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's grown on me because I was disappointed immediately because I wanted it to be a grindhouse movie. And it's mm-hmm. not a good uh-uh. Rankhouse movie. No. But when I started thinking about it more like all the weird art movies that I saw in college that I like, I was like, it's pretty good. And then I, mm-hmm. and then I heard an interview with the director, and I was like, he's such a cool guy. So it's grown on me. I still don't think it's great. Right. And I do think it's a little up its own butt, but it's yes. definitely grown on me over time. So I wouldn't erase it. But, <laughs> but let Wes Craven got I would be interested in what Wes did with it. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked to have seen a little more light, and it's very dark yeah. in some it of the is, parts. Yeah. And that's what, mm-hmm. it's a big part that turned me off. Of it. And there's, yeah, there's great colors and everything, but it, it snails pace. Which I can, you know, be fine with. That can be give fine, us yeah. Something a little more. Well, and I watched it again because I remember it looked nice and I loved the score. And so that was the score the, is cool, yeah. That was the reason I watched it again. And then on the second viewing, I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. And then I watched it again, I was like, okay. So it's, it's still not like favorite movie or anything like that, but it is, it, it's weird. I've been like, because I have a lot of friends who, who saw it and hated it and mm-hmm. they're all like, fuck that movie. <laughs> it's weird because I felt like I was in the minority of people who hated it. And I was no. like, are you kidding me? Everyone, the people I went with shit. hated it. My friends on my other podcast hated okay. it. It was, it was nobody liked it. <laughs> so after four viewings, it grows on you. I'm never ever. It's never going to grow on me. I'll never give it life, the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so that's my list. Do you have any more? Or you want to keep that I'm one? Keep it All right, for okay. next time. For part three of director <clears throat> yes. remake. Awesome. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 1987 film American Ninja 2, starring Michael Dudikoff and Steve James. 
that you're kind of wondering why I didn't want to do part one. Because you know what? If I do part one, then I'm going to want to do part two, then part three, part four, and part five, and I don't want to be a podcast like that. <laughs> I just want to pick shit out of random, or somewhat random. Uh, like I picked Critters 2, and I picked Predator 2, and I don't want to go through this whole series because um, I, I kind of lost interest in part three, halfway through, nine-year-old me going, where's Michael Dudikoff in this movie? Oh, he's, wanna... so he's done after two? No, he's in part four. Oh, okay. So he's one, two, and four. Gotcha. So, uh, anyway, um, I'll bring you, you guys up to speed on American Ninja 1. Our, <laughs> <laughs> real quick, our, our hero, Michael Dudikoff, a.k.a. Joe Armstrong, is um, he's, uh, he's in the Army, right? That's where we start off with American Ninja 1. Uh, we don't know much about him, but then we find out he knows a lot of ninja moves, mm -hmm. and that he, was, uh, he has amnesia, and he doesn't know how he learned how to fight. Until later on in the movie, he meets up with his master, a.k.a. father, who adopted him. Because, um, uh, fuck, I don't even remember why. He, he, he was found out in a jungle somewhere, and like this holdover Japanese soldier picked him up and, and raised him. And then they were both like in this explosion, and he has an, an, uh, anesthesia, amnesia <laughs> after that. And then um, they meet up later on in the movie, he finishes his training, and he kills a shitload of ninjas. Um... The army from which he's a part of is uh, secretly selling arms to like these, to the highest bidder, to the like the middleman for them. He finds out about this and wants to stop it. You know, there's double crosses. He meets Steve James, a aka uh, Jackson, and uh, at first they don't get along because uh, um, uh, uh, Joe uh, Joe actually saved the colonel's daughter during this first fight he gets in with all these trucks and other soldiers some of the soldiers die but he saves the daughter so all the army guys hate him because of that because the guys died he didn't follow protocol so they fuck with him a lot and then he gets into a fight with uh jackson uh who's steve james if you know who steve james is he um he did a lot of kung fu movies he's uh, uh, an african-american guy he, he looks in, like a gi joe he does man. <laughs> he uh he was in i'm gonna get you sucker as kung fu joe <laughs> he was also in um what's uh weird science mm -hmm. when they go to the the mm -hmm. bar with all the black people in it the jazz bar oh. the blues bar and he's one of the guys sitting while uh what's his face gets wasted he's in there and he's in a few other movies unfortunately he died of pan pancreatic cancer Oof. in 93 hmm. So yeah, he was a really young guy, and uh, actually, for I'm gonna get you, sucker. They were they had a spinoff of him and a few of the other guys. Uh, it was gonna be a sitcom, so they did a pilot for it, but it never got picked up. I've never seen it. It was called Hammer, Slammer, and Slade, or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, they shot a pilot for it. And Kung Fu Joe's in it. Um, uh, Isaac Hayes, Joe Brown, uh, what you gonna call it? Uh, what's his name? Played the gargoyle. Who's the one? Keith made, David? No, not Keith David. Not that gargoyle. The movie Gargoyles. Oh, the movie Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bernie Casey. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, he was yeah. uh, in Revenge of the Nerds. He was the Lambda 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 president. Right, right. Anyway, I'm getting lost here. But anyway, they uh, they didn't get along at first, but then they fight, and then they get along after that, and um, they beat the bad guys. And their next mission is they they go to um, some Caribbean island out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, they have to join these Marines, 
and I guess Marines and Army and Navy all don't get along with each other. I've heard that before, too. Like, oh, you're Army, you pussy, you know. I've actually heard <laughs> that between people in, like, real life, not, like, in, in right. movie form. But they clarify, they're like, no, man, we're Rangers. We're Rangers, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I, I do think there's a difference there, at least with the people I know. They're like, okay, yeah, you're not just Army, you're, like, Delta Force. It's like, okay, right. that's different, you know. It's not, like... Like, if you're a Marine, okay, but you're, like, a Green Beret, it's, yes. like, a different, right. different thing. Yes. I actually knew a Ranger, and uh, he was my roommate for a while, and he used to tell me some crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, about how he used to open cans with his teeth and stuff. It's nuts. Anyway, uh, going out from there. <laughs> um, so, it, this movie's basically the same thing, but instead of uh, the army, like, selling these weapons, there's... Um, these bad guys are actually capturing marines and turning them into super ninjas. But so, but why? So they can be so so that they killing can import, machines. But so it, so it can be their army, so they can import heroin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, why do you need a super army? <laughs> Isn't one of those things enough for you? Like, to right. Either do the heroin or the super ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I liked that part of the movie, how it kind of got different. You know, it, it kind of got science fiction-y a little bit. A little you know? bit. A little, yeah. They well, they're walking through the guys like, their muscles will be now tensile steel. And like, really? Because <laughs> like, they just look like people. Yeah, yeah, that dude was kind of flabby in there, yeah, too. Yeah. So I don't know about that. They don't get taken out by one guy. They're not <laughs> terribly impressive ninjas. And an American ninja man, that, too. They're running around on an island in broad daylight in black clothes. All right, I'm done. That's... I'm sure it can get very hot, too. <laughs> I'm not even saying hot. I'm saying really easy to spot. I mean, that's, I mean, and that's the best you can really do with the plot, I think. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't, it just kind of meanders and there's Mm -hmm. like a woman and like, yeah, there is. I forgot. (laughs) Well, and she kind of like is sort of supposed to be falling for, for Joe, but Joe doesn't really talk in the whole movie. Yeah. So there's the one part where she's like, yeah, my father, they've kidnapped him and, and they're making him do this stuff. And, and then dude, cop's like, yep. See what we can do about that. <laughs> and she's like, oh, 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 I love you. Um, and, then they, and then they go yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, a few words, just like the first one, too. I, I believe he has at least maybe eight more lines in this one. I couldn't remember because in this one, uh, Jackson is just next to him the whole time, yeah. holding his shoulder, speaking for him. For like <laughs> the, whole, the whole movie, he's like, well, we think this, and we're going to do this. And, like, mm-hmm. Dudikoff probably has eight lines in the movie. Yeah, not lines. very many, <laughs> Maybe. No. Maybe I don't remember these movies very much at all. We, you, you, you know, you, you gave me the list, and I was like, "Well, I've seen American Ninja. I know I have, but I did not recall any of it because I remember these movies when I was a kid, like coming on and you know, or like renting them. But at that point, my dad had already showed us like Drunken Master and Five Deadly Venoms, and so I, you got lucky, man. Right, and so then I was like, "This movie sucks." <laughs> I was like, "These guys suck." And then so so I didn't really get into it as a kid, but I was like, well, you know what? Maybe maybe it'll age well. You mm-hmm. um, Do you think it did? Did not age. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it did not age well. I, I had a lot of. I don't know how to even start. I had a lot of issues with this movie. Right, first issue. Let's let's hear. Because I have well, issues with the film too, but I kind of find it more of just like a, a dumb action movie. Um, I mean, I'm sure yeah, it could have been done better, but the first one is so serious, and I think the second one they're like. Guys, let's not be so serious with this movie. Let's you know, make fun. Campy. Let's have fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, and that's the thing is like you were saying a minute ago, you know, when we were talking before, if you're gonna do an action movie, the action has to be good, mm-hmm. and the action in this movie is not good. Like, not. like you're talking about people throwing punches ten feet away from the person, yes. the person yeah. falling down, doing things that make no sense, and like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, this guy is not a martial artist. He, no, he's no not. way he's a martial mm-hmm. artist. And then sure enough, I look up. Yeah, he'd never really done martial arts no, before. No. He was a model. And I was yeah. Like, okay, there you go. No speaking lines. Barely can pull off the moves. And then the other thing that's like so prevalent in the '80s is ninjas. And there's mm-hmm. so many different ways to do ninjas. I love bad movies with ninjas where they're dressed in pink and they're jumping around in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is like in that middle ground where it's not. They're not ninja enough, mm-hmm. but they're not like so goofy that they're fun. They're just yeah. like they're doing these weird moves. Like when did like ninjas became like like uh, in some movies they're like cheerleader teams you know <laughs> yeah they're, they're you, know, like, you stand on my shoulders and then I'll stand on your shoulders and we'll get up to the top of the mountain and yeah. y'all got grappling hooks man why are you doing this <laughs> and then they're like throwing like spears I'm like that's not the most stealthy oh weapon no, spears so not. many spears yeah like the spears. first time they threw a spear I was like what are you doing guys <laughs> <laughs> are you doing? they got them surrounded they have the high ground they all miss they all just throw <laughs> throw things in him they're missing him i mean the and, and the, yeah the punches and the, everything's just so awkward right and then the other thing is like if you don't have somebody who can do martial arts but maybe you have stunt guys at least put some like big stunts in mm-hmm. you know because some movies don't have great fight scenes but a car will flip through the air or a guy will get kicked off of a building mm-hmm. like you know you don't have to know how to do martial arts to fall off a building mm-hmm. right. so but this had none of that either. There yeah, was nobody, no. like, kicked through a wall. There no was good no, big spots. There was no, like, explosions. There was It was just a bunch of awkward fight scenes. And no, there I, was the good one good kick out of that, though, where he jumps over the banister and does the oh, flying yeah, kick. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, we, we cracked up on that part. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and then when Jackson comes in at the end, and he's like, Rambo, <laughs> and he's got, like, the headband, and then he pulls out those, like, fat knives... I just I wasn't on board for Jackson either. I was like, this guy's cool because he looks like a GI Joe, like he would be a perfect yeah. roadblock, but he's not good in this movie. Mm-mm. And then the villain, you got this guy Lion. Yes, the Lion. What was his deal? Like, what was his deal? Yeah, that's a great question. What was his, what was deal? his deal? Why are you here? Just to, to test the ninjas? Is that why? And he's kind of like. Well, and then, you know, he's like, there's the blonde guy, and then there's the other guy who's, like, killing the ninjas, even though he is a ninja. Yeah. Yeah. What was that all about? Why are bad guys always killing their own men? In right. Movies? Yeah, because he's like, yeah, check out this whole wushu performance these ninjas are going to throw on, or a Shen Yun performance they're going to do. Right. And then I'm going to and show you how good they are, and they're killing machines, but then I'm just going to grab this normal dude and going to kill all of them. Like, that yeah, it didn't make sense at all. It, it was, it was like... I was trying the whole time to find... I mean, there were some things that made me laugh. Like, there was some things that made me laugh. Like, when they go into the lab and it says, like... What does it say? Like, Master Laboratory or something <laughs> on the door? I was like, yeah, that's good. You know? Or, like, uh, you know, there was every now and again the ninjas would do something so stupid that it was just, you know, funny, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I didn't... Not, everything was falling flat for me. I don't know how you guys felt mm-hmm. watching it. I mean, you've seen it before. Yes. Was this your first time seeing this it? This was my first time seeing it. What is, yeah. what, I mean... I mean, I walked in with extremely low expectations. <laughs> you mean you didn't think American Ninja 2? Yeah. Canon films? Yeah, I made a lot of jokes like, oh, am I going to know what's going on? Because I haven't seen American Ninja 1. I made a lot of jokes throughout the whole movie, actually. I was entertained yeah. by myself. Making jokes about the movie. <laughs> Good MST3K. Great. Oh, I would yeah. see that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. 
Yeah, the fighting is bad, just like you said, and I can never really tell if the fighting is bad. Even I could tell that the fighting <laughs> was bad. That's yeah. how bad it is. And yeah, if you're making an action movie where the bulk of it is going to be fighting, especially like fighting that sort of interrupts the movie, like a video game, yep, like yep. boss fights yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that, those fights have to be good. Yeah. And they just were not entertaining. They weren't choreographed well at all. Yeah, like, like, like you said, the punch equation. is 10 feet away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, if you look at the numbers, there's a lot of action in the movie. Like, yeah. if, you, if you say fight scenes, okay, there's 45 minutes of fight scenes in this movie, but they're just, like, boring. Yeah. Boring yeah. fight scenes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, I was, it was a slog. I mean, did you, I mean, and then the, what did you think of the main characters? I mean, it, they're just not compelling <laughs> at all. Like, why do I care about Michael Dudikoff? He's not a hero. All right, so this pick yeah. for me was an absolute nostalgia pick. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember mm-hmm. watching this movie uh, late nights with my dad. Uh, Did he like this movie legitimately? Because it's hard to likes... tell with the old man <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure it just kept me quiet for a while to watch some guys beat the shit out of some other guys. He likes good like Asian yes, action movies. He does. And yeah, he's, yeah, he actually got me into all the John Woo films. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, you gotta check these films out. Because I was always like a big fan of the pro. Mm-hmm. And my favorite scene in that movie is the whole table scene where he's yeah. got two guns shooting everybody yeah. up. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, yeah, you like those. You should watch these. Right. And then he rented all of them for me at Facets. You ever been to Facets? Yeah, man. They were all there. That's a, Do you know what Facets is? No, I've never heard of Facets. It's like it was a baller back in the day. Is it still open? or? No, well, if it is, they're not a store anymore. It's so it was like theaters. a... They put on like festivals and they also did screens. But the screens were like... You sit in like folding chairs and they have like a TV. Oh. Screen. But uh-huh. they had like... You know, hard to find movies from yes. other countries, uh, but more artsy than say like Hard Boiled or Odd Obsessions. You know, they had okay. like, you know, Truffaut films and stuff. Yeah, it was but they very... also had like John Woo movies. And yes, it they was had a very huge, cool. huge yeah. action uh, Asian action section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there. If it's still open, it must be at least twenty some years since I've been there. I last. doubt it. I doubt it's open. If it is, I do not know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the last time there, they had a Meet the Feebles post- poster up, and I Aww. asked the dude, I was like, can I have that? And he's like, I'm sorry, if someone's name is on it already, and it's mine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, fine, that's cool, dude. <laughs> so yeah, this is a nostalgia pick for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it back then. Uh, this time around, not as much, but there are... I do like Michael Dudikoff, and I do like Steve James. Is it, uh as people, if anything. Sure. <laughs> you want to have a beer? Yeah. yeah. I think Michael Dudikoff got kind of a raw deal. Because uh, if you saw that uh, that Canon Films documentary, yeah. like they kind of, they totally held him back from other roles. And they just kind of just pigeonholed him in the whole American Ninja. Because part sucks. three, he's not in part three, and but then he's in part four. And he probably needed work because he, <laughs> he wasn't getting those big budget movies. Like no, he, he does a bunch of... Yeah, straight to video. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I yep, yep, yep. So, Almost everything after this is just straight yeah. to video. Yeah. Uh, there's some weird movies in there. There's one that he's in that, like, the someone, the, the Golden Fleece one, yeah. it has, like, Michael Winslow in it, mm-hmm. and it's got <laughs> uh, that, the kid from Surf Ninjas stuff is in there. I was like, all right, I got Check this one out at some point in time. I think I found that on YouTube recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it was totally nostalgia. And, and I had a good time watching it this this time around also. Um, but no, it's not a good movie at all. The fight mm-hmm. scenes aren't uh, the fight scenes aren't really good. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know any martial arts other than 
you can, I don't know, do some somersaults. But he did did have a little charisma. I'll give Michael Dudikoff that. And with Steve James, though, it was mostly from, like, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker and uh, some other films that he's done to which... It was, they're cool, recognizable faces to me, at least. And well, and it, I think it, he, he could have been good if the movie had gone even goofier. Because mm-hmm. yeah. his, his style was so big and, like, his style of fighting, his style of acting was so big and, like, broad. Like, I mean, Get You Sucker is perfect. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this, it's like you're not sure what they're kind of going for. At least I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I also think the thing with Dudikoff is like, it's an unfortunate time because if you you think of other canon films, because I'm an apologist for canon films, but (laughs) I'm glad I got this reminder that they made a lot more of these than they did, you know, good ones. So, but he like, you know, this was a time when you had like Chuck Norris and like, actual martial artists yeah. making movies mm-hmm. and then you have this guy and you're like we're gonna make a movie with ninja in the title <laughs> and you're gonna star in it like doomed to fail you know like, like yeah. there's no way you're gonna be able to do like chuck norris kicks and stuff you know, i like. don't think ninja was in the title though and when they first started making the movie i think oh. it was afterward that they put ninja in there i think it was like American brawler or fighter or something like that. I I think I read that today about it. And so I think Ninja came afterward because they're like, oh, ninjas are big in the eighties. Well, that's the ninjas. Thing. Yeah. Ninjas were huge in the eighties. Yeah. I'm wondering if you guys have seen ninja movies that you liked, and also like Teenage Mutant Ninja well, Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that like all the things they say about ninjas never really make their way into ninja movies? Like ninjas are supposed to be stealthy. Yeah. You never see them be stealthy in movies. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A little bit in Teenage Mutant. <laughs> well, the Foot Clan is not very stealthy. Or like ninjas are supposed to be like really dangerous, but they're just they're, they're guys in suits that get yeah. killed in mass. Right. Yes. Is, I mean, good ninja movies. The only uh, good ninja movie I can think of isn't really even a ninja movie it's more of a samurai film with ninjas is uh fuck i forgot the 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 subtitle to it but it's lone wolf and cub lone wolf and cub that's the one i was gonna say yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's it yeah those ninjas were awesome in that movie yeah i mean they get massacred too but it's way cooler yeah but at least they do some cool damage because um, there's a part where the guy goes to fight the ninjas and they're just coming out everywhere just cutting all his limbs off right, and, right, <laughs> until he's just right. like a stump at the right. end so yeah, that movie's amazing yeah that movie's awesome or like Ninja Scroll you know Ninja Scroll yeah movies, you know? Mm-hmm. That like, one... yeah I don't know like ninjas just feel like red shirts to me in a lot of them definitely they, um, you know? uh, I would say American ninjas not the movie American Ninja but ninjas that are made by uh, American companies do kind of suck don't yeah. they yeah. especially when you have one called Beverly Hills Ninja Chris <laughs> Farley is. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I was not. You know, it was a bit of a slog. And like, there's movies that are. So you know, my other podcast, Big Box Movie Podcast, we talk about movies that are like so bad they're good. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that falls in that really dangerous territory. That it's not so bad it's good, but it is not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, mm, you it's know, there. Like, there's not enough to laugh at. You know, right. like without some good jokes, yeah, on your own, and there's not like enough to grab onto and say this was really cool. Like I loved that part, or this action scene was really good, and so it's like my least favorite kind of movie. And it's like it's like a lot of modern, like the Meg, like it's like a lot yeah. of modern yes. movies that are just oh. not good, but they're not bad. They're just like competent or barely competent. Barely competent. You know, yeah. Competent enough <laughs> that like they filled an hour and a half. You yeah, know? like that's. That's how I felt about this. I mean, I apologize. You know, oh, no, don't, please. I mean, uh, I, 
I want to hear it. I, I I love having different differing opinions on yeah. the show. I, yeah. I I encourage it, and that's <laughs> and that's why I love having Jessel on the show because we we disagree on a lot of shit. <laughs> so and then yeah, we we, and we argue and we fight about it, but yeah. I think it makes a better show yeah. if you have two people yeah. who don't agree all the time. But yeah. we agree, and we do agree a lot of the time too. Mm-hmm. So um, I like that whole dynamic, and to have a third person come in. And and say yeah, this movie sucks, and then you yeah. say this movie sucks, and I'm over here like, eh, you know, I kind of like, enjoy you it. You lived and breathed <laughs> movies like this when you were a kid, I and I didn't. So I coming from two different backgrounds, well, yeah. I think it was like you go to the movie store, and like, sure, I could get American Ninja Three, or I could get the new Van Damme movie. It's like, well, I'm gonna get the Van Damme, Van Damme movie. movie yeah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna get Cyborg, not yes. Cyborg Cop. I'm going to get like uh, you know a Dolph Lundgren flick I'm going to get Red Scorpion I'm not going to get American Ninja 2 right so not, Red Scorpion's not good either <laughs> you know I haven't watched that one I know I remember nothing about that one all I just remember Dolph is awfully sweaty in it and that's and he's wearing like short shorts but he's got like bandoliers on it. Uh, pretty, pretty rad pretty rad uh, our kill counts I wrote it down. Oh, shit, where's my book? Did you count? Because what really irked me, and I know that I should have just relaxed because this movie is so dumb, but at the end, the doctor, like, blows up all the ninjas that are frozen, like, in their cryogenic chambers about to become super ninjas. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, were those guys alive? Yeah. Just let them go. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> well, he's like setting the bombs right in front of himself. Right. blow these ninjas up so nobody can have them. Like, but those are just guys. They had no choice. Yeah. They, they just wanted to go have a beer with their friends. Thank you. They ninjas. So then I hated oh. the doctor, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what did you guys think of the, the Wild Bill, their commander, the flat top dude? He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't dislike him. There's nothing to... Him and that whole base was just like, man, wasn't Apocalypse Now cool? That was pretty much it, yeah. Apocalypse Now here. Well, and it's supposed... Okay, so I don't know how you guys found out it was the Caribbean or Caribbean. Uh, IMDb. Okay, so it's like, <laughs> like when I read the synopsis and when I listened to the movie, they never say where they're at. I yes. wrote that in my notes. Where is this you know, movie set? This, yeah. yeah. And then I looked up and it's like, well, they shot it in Johannesburg. Yeah, South like, Africa, huh. right, yeah. Okay. Very odd. Yeah. And then I was like, well, where does heroin come from? You know, and I'm like, well, Afghanistan. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Where, <laughs> where are they supposed to be? And it's like tropical and like, they're on an army base. Like, let's go water skiing. This is yeah. crazy. I forgot so the, about that. The Wild Bill guy, I don't. At first, you're like, oh, he's gonna be a hard ass, and then he's like, I'm with you guys. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Right away. He's playing that part that's in a lot of canon films of like the police chief, you know? That's like, yeah. you guys need to quit fucking around. Out there. <laughs> but I love you, you know that kind Murphy, of you're <laughs> you're an asset. I'll tell you. Oh, but man. yeah, you're you're absolutely right with that character. Uh, oh, the other thing I was going to mention, music. So the music I didn't think was very good, but it's George S. Clinton, who did really? music for huh. Mortal Kombat, hmm. uh, Austin Powers. You know, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, but it just kind of droned on and on, which made yeah. the fight yeah, scenes was, more yeah. unbearable to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little disappointed. So like, oh, George S. Clinton, you know, maybe we get some Mortal Kombat action. Nice, yeah. You know, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I actually listened to that soundtrack at work the other day, not Classic. too long ago. Classic. It's really good. Those were really good soundtracks. The Mortal Kombat soundtrack? Yeah, the Annihilation <laughs> even is really good. And then they had another one called More Combats, so where it was... Just another way to throw Cha-ching. some techno music at yeah, exactly. <laughs> and of course, who bought it? Me, back right, in right. at Tower Records when I was still open. 
for the low price of $26. Yeah. Ah, that was horrible. Well, if I, I don't know if you guys are rating it this time. Are we rating it? Uh, yeah, we're going to rate it. Uh, okay. Kill count real quick, 68. Um, no breasts, no penises oh, in this one. Uh, Steve James, he's got a nice pair, but they're not female, so I'm not counting them. <laughs> and I don't Duke count. Jacked. Yeah, he, man, is. he is. Definitely. Yeah. But you, I, I thought he was much bigger. A much bigger guy. But you see him in I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker, no. and he's he's not that big. What, but like six one or something maybe? maybe no I don't even think that maybe, maybe well maybe six because yeah. but he's next to all those big guys though he's yeah. next to yeah. fucking uh, uh, what's his face uh, Isaac Hayes and um, mm -hmm. those guys are tall mm -hmm. yeah, yeah huge guys uh, Jim Brown huge guy yeah <laughs> massive mm -hmm. truck of a guy right there Keenan Ivory Wayans is like six six Keenan Ivory Wayans is tall yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a tall guy. Uh, ratings, yes, please, Tyrell. It's like a D minus. D minus for Dudikoff sucks. <laughs> D minus. Take Dudikoff out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a D minus for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost a total failure for me. The sign that said Master Laboratory <laughs> might have saved the movie. <laughs> <laughs> F, who could have a movie? No, that's barely a movie, what you just made. Yeah, F. My nostalgia grade is a C+. <laughs> plus, wow, I a thought you'd at least plus. give it a minus. That's my nostalgia grade. I'm not giving my real grade, but that's all you're going to get. Wait, what, what was the kill count? Did we skip that? Oh, uh, yeah, it was 68. 68. 68. 68 and, um, In, I'm sorry, and that was including all the ninjas... Yeah, I counted. I counted Good. those guys too. They were. Count. Yeah, they absolutely. <laughs> they got exploded. He was breaking a lot of necks in that like eighties uh, way, yeah. where you just kind of go like. Kind of yeah, twist you just have bit. to twist a little, and you're dead. And then kind of like setting, like kind of like set him down very awkwardly. <laughs> it, was, it was so. Ugh. Bonus question: <laughs> If they were going to re remake American Ninja Two, who would you make as the their two leads and the director? Leads and the director are the same characters and everything. Yeah, so, like, same, same characters. Plot and all that. Oh uh, man, <laughs> <laughs> right. See, see a, a, a Joy Hart. Joy Hart. Joy Hart directs. Joy Hart directs and uh, give me uh, Scott Atkins and Wesley Snipes. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't I mean, know Snipes about Wesley Snipes, but I'll take yeah. that. Everybody uh, I'm thinking of is too old. Yeah. yeah. You you go. I'm not going to be able no, no, to do this. Uh, Michael Jai White. And yes. All there right. There we go. That, that would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I would see that American Ninja 2. Who would you make as the chief or the the, the colonel with the flat top? Who can pull oh that God. off? Somebody funny. Mustachioed fella. <laughs> Nick Offerman, maybe? Oh, my God. He lost, like... <laughs> 10, Ten pounds. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really do anything. <laughs> he does storm in there. He's got a gun. Yeah, I guess so. I he has guess a Hawaiian so. shirt. No, so you get that guy, uh, Lieutenant Dangle from uh, Reno 911. <laughs> 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 that guy should play this. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you, um, got? you guys? Yeah, okay. you know, I got nothing on that one. I was, I was you just know, really hoping for you guys. I was <laughs> if he could be much smaller. Chadwick Boseman could oh, be okay. Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I mm. the main character. I'm having a lot of trouble, and the director. Well, I what about guy. Michael B. Jordan? 
I thought about that, but then I thought, I talk about Michael B. Jordan way too much. <laughs> and I don't, I know he can box, but yeah. I don't know if he can, like, kung fu, whereas these guys. Chadwick Boseman clearly trained right. in his panther suit, so right. he true. could probably pull off that kind of fighting. He'd just be significantly smaller than this dude. Right, right. That's all. Um, I don't know, who's a good, like, Jason Statham, I feel like, is too old. Sorry, yeah. Jason Statham. He could be the colonel, though. He could yeah. be the colonel guy, yeah. All right, yeah, we've got it. Great. Who's a good, like, white kung fu action hero right now? Do we have one? Not really. I think, uh, I think the world counts. is more woke now, right? Unless you yeah. count Keanu, but, I mean, he identifies as Asian, but... Yeah, mm, and he I can, I guess. Mm. He's great. Yeah. Also a little old, I yeah. feel like, in this role. But he is aging like fine wine. I'm saying, man, Scott Atkins, he's the only one left. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it okay. old school. He's in the I wrong think, decade. <laughs> I think so. Maybe him and Batista. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Everything's just Batista now. But Batista wrestles. He doesn't. Oh, he doesn't wrestle anymore. He no, I know that. Like, but oh. when he fought, that was his fighting yeah. style. Yeah. Well, well barely wrestling. he wrestled. <laughs> if no, you ever watch his matches, he's bad at he wasn't a very good wrestler, yeah. no. He was very large and muscly <laughs> and intimidating <laughs> I like looking. I, 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 I saw Stuber. Did you, my, my sister wasn't nuts about it. She didn't hate it, but she said that Batista's ideal role is Drax. He's, That's who he should he's always be. He's playing Drax, basically. Okay. It's, it's not, it's not there. Like, the elements are there. Yeah. The movie is, it's got the right elements. It's got, you know, all the actors are great. Like, perfect choices for their roles. Mm-hmm. But something's just not, something's missing. And I don't even yeah. know what it is, but, you know, you watch it, there's some chuckles, there's some good action, and you, but you, you're just, not, it doesn't quite, it doesn't kind of go over the edge, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to feel a little more, like, a movie that got that balance really well was, like, uh, Pineapple Express. I feel like it should have been more like Pineapple Express. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love Pineapple Express. Yeah, I think I, it's kind of a mess. That's <laughs> fair enough. It's fine. But okay, I see what you're saying. Or yeah. Big Trouble in Little China is a better. Okay, oh, yeah. Like, like it needed mm-hmm. just that extra little push. But you know, Batista was good, and uh, I yeah. like Batista because he's actually he actually really wants to be good at acting. Like uh, I've read about how when he auditioned for Dune, uh, not Dune, uh, for. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Like, he had to go in a bunch of times and beg and everything to get the role, and they gave him the role, and he did a really good job. He's small, but yeah, he's excellent in that movie. Mm -hmm. We gotta see that again. I I agree. We watched it once. You need to set aside about six hours and see. (laughs) And just watch Ryan Ryan Gosling scream again. Those are usually the best parts of the movies anyway. You ever hear him scream? I mean, he doesn't scream a lot. No, oh, he he's does scream a very lot. Very quiet. But well, yeah. but not in other movies. Anyway. Right. Oh, he screams yeah. a lot in movie. He screams like uh, in Only God Forgives. He has a good scream in there. That movie's really good. See, she hates that one. Too. <laughs> really hate it. Now that movie, I feel like maybe I should give that movie another chance. I think you should. I yeah. did. Did you like Drive? Love. I think yeah. that's a masterpiece of a movie. Mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't really get the Ryan Gosling thing at all. I was like, I don't, yeah, he's fine. He's kind of goony. I never. And then Drive came out, and I was like, oh, okay, I get I got sold on from Drive, and then I watched way after the fact Gangster Squad, and I was like, I like him. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, not a great movie, but oh, he is great. Yeah. It sucks, but it's like very throwback. I yeah. Mobsters yeah. or something. You remember that movie? Oh, but yeah, love Drive. I mean, we're on the same page about Drive, right? Drive's great. Amazing. Only God Forgives, I, I think, I like in some ways better than Drive. It's 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 a little more um, wandery, you know? Yeah. But I just love this, like, the, the like, you know, 
Thai Punisher character that's in it. That's basically <laughs> like above the law, like right. murdering people with machetes. I mean, this guy's awesome. You um, you should watch this guy, the the critic, my favorite critic on YouTube, Chris Stuckman. He does an a, kind of a, an explained about that movie, mm-hmm. and he tells and he, and I really needed to watch him kind of tell me about it a bit more yeah. until I started to appreciate that movie a lot more. Just telling me that the 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 police officer is actually God. And, like, no one ever really touches him at all in the movie. And, like, it's just, like, well, well I missed all of this stuff. That's, like, the thing. It's, like, it it, it definitely grew on me, too, like, mm-hmm. that movie. And it is because I stopped thinking about it as, like, an action movie. Right. And started thinking about it as, like, a weird artsy movie. Loved it Right, more. yeah. Yeah. And, the, yeah, I think I walked in with the wrong attitude. Because, yeah, Drive <laughs> is kind of artsy, but it's still an action movie. Totally. Yeah. Well, and it's got, like, you know, Brian Cranston and... Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name from... Uh, Ron Perlman, Mel Brooks, or whoever his name is. Oh, Albert oh, Brooks. Albert, 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 awesome yeah, Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, this is like a mainstream movie. Mm-hmm. Only God forgives. It's like this is weird. Yeah, not Super mainstream. Weird. Yeah. 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 Well, that about does it for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we got to talk about movie. much better movies than the one that we just. That's discussed. what I, I think we need to do that after every movie that's not great on yeah. here. Is we got to talk about good movies. That's <laughs> how that's what happens on big box podcast we're like we know the movie was good or not whether we talk about it on the podcast because we're like oh we're going to talk about this movie we end up talking about something completely different well thank you tyrell once again for coming uh, on Thanks the show with me. us yeah hopefully next time will be a better movie um we'd love to have you back for episode 100 but we'll see on that how everything yeah. is yeah uh, we're gonna try and get all the past guests and uh uh, actually, when I stop recording, I'll let you know what movie it is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. Also, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for Jesslyn uh, for joining us too. She's always here. So I'm your co-host. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to be here. Except for like two or three episodes, you've, <laughs> yeah. you've uh, two or like three or four. I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you've been here for the long haul. But anyway, uh, take it easy, guys, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening.